0: pause intent for today and it doesn't have to be this big thing doesn't have to be this big list Mm -hmm. like you said before movement Mm -hmm. all right i just got to move today Mm -hmm. and then you move on and then when you get more serious then you can increase the purpose then the purpose can be more specific but always starting and and not being so hard on yourself
1: welcome back to the motives life podcast uh once again i'm joined by alexa and Hello. and dan the man the running man Damn uh man. today uh this podcast was actually inspired by lex uh she thought it would be great to jump on and and chat about a post that dan made on instagram uh, a few days back and so you know lex just wanted to talk about the intent behind it what what dan met in the post and Um, see what kind of conversation of value we can bring to you from there so Lex let's let's start with that Instagram post
2: training is not for entertainment it is an opportunity for us to become disciplined have integrity be healthy and be aware of the machine that our souls are attached to every training session should have a purpose and should be simple but not always easy training is meant to keep you going growing and feeling good this way you can enjoy entertainment and the things in life that make you happy for the long run. And then he ends it with six easy miles to start <laughs> off the week. Just to a cash, cash, six miles.
1: It was a poem until that part. <laughs> you lost By me. the way, I did uh, <laughs> six miles. Yeah.
2: All right, Dan. So yeah, uh, like I said, it resonated with me a lot. Just, I, I feel like that concept isn't really talked about too much. Like training isn't for entertainment and, the idea of purpose behind every workout. Um, yeah, it really resonated with me. So I thought it would definitely resonate with other people, but more so I just wanted to hear how, how you came to this thought process and conclusion. And, um, if you could share anything more on that, that'd be great.
0: Yeah. Sweet. Um, so when I was coming up with this in my head during that run, I was thinking on a few weeks prior how I was looking at my runs, looking at my training sessions and almost getting a sense of boredom from them uh, that I wanted, it was like getting monotonous. And I was just like, what am I doing out here? Cutting runs short, Mm -hmm. cutting lifting sessions short, all of that. And then I thought I took, I took a look at my training from hindsight and was like, dude, I'm not putting any intention into any of these sessions. And I think that's a big reason why I'm not getting after it harder or, you know, feeling like I should be or feeling like it had a purpose. So then I flipped the switch of my mindset and now every session I'm going in and I'm, I'm creating an intention either prior to that session or the day of, depending on what's going on all around the session. So that makes a total different, that gives me a total different view mm. on each training session. Now I'm looking for when I'm going to it, what I'm gonna be doing that day. And it's um, it's definitely gotten rid of that boredom or that monotonous feeling. Mm. And uh, I, I think I was also, what I was meaning to say is, training is not for entertainment because I was looking for like a feeling of like, oh, this is like great every time and, and it shouldn't be like that. And I know better to not have that feeling. Training is meant to be done for the long run and, that's the macro goal, right? We, we want to have longevity and be able to move around and, and feel quote unquote young for the, the rest of our lives or yeah. try to just feel the best as we can as we age. And it's inevitable, like we're going to get older and things are going to happen. Things that you're used to doing aren't going, you're not going to be able to do it. So you have to just adjust and, and make it work out, but you want to prolong that as long as you can. So you can't look at at a training session and say like oh, I I want to you know be entertained by this. You have to look at it like this is has to be done for a reason, and this is my reason. Mm. Um. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Interesting. So, Very serious. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. I, it's I know. So good. I know. For for many people that are listening, they're like, yeah, but Dan, I I I don't I'm not training for anything. Like I don't run ultra marathons. I don't run fifty mile races. Like I go to the gym. I like to work out. You know, how would you, you know, even, even for someone like my mother-in-law, right? She's like, I get it, but I'm not training for anything. Hmm. How can you speak this thought process and this mindset in a way where it resonates with her? And it makes sense for her with regards to why she comes to motives every day.
0: Right. I mean, I would look at her and say, what do you mean? You're not training. You're your granddaughter's right there. You have the, she's looking up at you. She's, she wants you to pick her up. How are you going to bend down and pick her up? Mm. You know, you got to hinge. You got to do a little bit of a squat. You got to go through all the fun foundational movements. And that's a purpose within itself to be able to pick up your granddaughter. Mm. Um, It doesn't have to be training for a serious event. It doesn't have to be training for anything. You're just training for life. Yeah, Uh, I think too many people have that mindset. Like I, what do I got to do that for? It's like for life, man anything can happen any given time Mm. the world is crazy we might have you you, you, there might be a point where you have to protect yourself and protect your family and you can't be in this season of your life where you're broken down and you can't do certain movements and you could barely get off the couch Mm. um so you the goal is to train for life. You don't have to train for any event. If you can specify it and and sign up for an event to do it, then that'll push you to train for something very specific. But everyone should already walk into a gym or just go out into the world going for a walk and have intention of why you're doing that. And there shouldn't be like, I don't have to do it like that. It's like, like what? Mm -hmm. Like you gotta just do it however you can do it. It doesn't have to be this crazy run or anything like that. It just has to be some kind of movement that is intentional.
2: Mm. Yeah. That's so good. That's so good. How would you say, because if you don't enjoy something, you're probably not going to do it long-term, right? Like, Mm. you know, I don't enjoy going for six mile runs personally, so I'm probably not going to go for six mile runs, but what, like how, would you like for someone that, you know, isn't training for anything specific, um, but they do want to receive some of the benefits from training and working out and getting stronger and things like that, like how does fun come into that? Or how does enjoyment come into something you want to do long term like training?
0: Um, So, I mean, one thing you have to r- remind yourself is uh, give yourself the reality check that even things that you think are fun, You know, if you have a certain mindset on that day and you end up doing, say you like to play baseball with your friends, whatever it is, and you know, you're, you're all poopy pants that day and you go to play (laughs) baseball with your friends and maybe it's not fun that day because you're in that mood. So not every, it's not going to be fun always. Mm -hmm. How you can make it fun is first, you know, try other, try a lot of things and see what you enjoy the most. And it's realistic to you that you can do that all the time doesn't have to be every day but you can do it all the time most of the time and know that you don't have to be stuck with that one thing you can change it up all the time you just have to realize that it's not always going to be fun but you can bring fun aspects to it Hmm. Um, this is something we've talked about off mic what is like what could be fun and for me it's just having like a big workout to go into I, i have a big long, long run where I'm testing out my nutrition. I'm testing out my hydration. I'm going to be out there for hours in the woods. I'm test. I'm putting all this work I've been leading up to this point and putting out there that day. To me, that's fun. But for Lex or Mike, something for them is totally different. They think that's crazy and something for them is fun. So find your fun mm-hmm. and mix that in. But know that you're, you're going to have to do do it all the time. And it's not always going to be fun.
1: Mm. Yeah. I think one, one thing you were saying that, uh, I just had a thought on was one of my clients that I work with, they fun for them is running long distance and not six miles, but just going out, you know, no warm up, nothing and running three to four days a week, whatever it is like three to five miles, but based on their goals, their age, uh, their current state and, and, where they are relative to their goals and the gap that exists between, you know, I encourage them to run on their own, right? And it's like, okay, when you come to the gym and when you come to Motives, I'm gonna set up your workouts in a way that you have full permission to run three days a week because you're not gonna come here and get buried with more cardio when based on your goals, you need specific strength training or movements that I know aren't fun for you. But you need them because you told me what your goals are. And so I'm going to help your weekly seven-day window of training for life fun by integrating the things you need when you come here and you need the most guidance and inspiration and external motivation because you're not going to do them at home. And I'm going to send you home and say, hey, don't come to the gym today. I want you to go for a four-mile run at the beach. or I want you to do this because you know that the, the three days when you come in here We're going to do the things you don't like to do Mm. and so it's you know that's where I believe we have a we have a huge value add for people that are just need guidance or even are unsure of how to make fitness fun for them where it's something they do for a long time as Lex was saying before it's like maybe sometimes you just need a second set of eyes to help ask the right questions and figure out what's fun for you Mm. and design something for you or give you guidance on direction on how to how to navigate that on a weekly basis
2: mm-hmm.
0: and that's training with a purpose. Motives. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yep. Since 2013.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and that's people smart. Yeah. Knowing, know your clients well enough to know what they enjoy and what they hate, but knowing that you're still going to encourage them and coach them to do the things that they might not love because it's going to benefit them. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's, that's people smart. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And and providing just enough of that stimulus of the thing that they don't like if it's something that they need where they're getting the benefits but it's not putting them in a mental state where they are become resentful towards their program because once resent sets in you're like this isn't for me yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and that's one thing you want to avoid right it's like being a really good chef and using enough salt and not too much Mm. because then it spoils it yeah right
2: yeah, it's cool. I almost never see enough salt. <laughs> never enough. bring it on. Um, I almost see it like as a as like a spectrum of, like, you know, the most elite disciplined Olympic athletes, like over here on the right. And then on the left is just like an average person that that doesn't necessarily love working out, but they do it, right? And I feel like as like the spectrum like goes towards more of that like Olympic athlete, there's like, the more discipline, more um, monotonous activities, but like they get really good at accepting that they have to do the same thing over and over and over because they're refining a skill. They're like trying to be the best at one given skill. Swimming, for example, how many laps do swimmers swim, you know, a week or a month or whatever, but then the opposite end of the spectrum is like, I think if we're not thinking about the discipline at all and you're always looking for entertainment, You're just jumping from one, you know, you go to this gym, you go to that gym. Oh, you get bored. You go to this trainer, you go to a different trainer. It's like, you go
1: to Peloton now. (laughs) I go to Bowflex now. Yeah.
2: It's like a, it's like a, running list of like how many different gyms and things can i experience which is a good thing to get the experience and see what you like but then it becomes a entertainment chasing and i think that's where you you need the dose of like it's not always going to be fun i love you're like bringing a hard truth dan of like (laughs) you just got to accept that it's not going to be rainbows and butterflies all the time you might not want to do it but you have to remember that end goal and why you're doing the daily things to get you closer to that end goal.
1: How do you bring fun for your clients? Mm. In here, specifically?
2: Yeah. I love talking about the things that I know that they love. So like I have a client that loves psychology and like I happen to love psychology too so it works out but she, you know, the minute I'll be like, oh, did you see that Criminal Minds episode? And we'll like just, you know, nerd out on that for a while. So just finding like the things that light them up and talking about those things, that's how, that's one element. And then uh, another way is just like giving a lot of encouragement. Um, I think that's like a superpower of mine is just like encouraging words and encouraging people. So I'm always like conscious of when, when they need it. And then even if I don't think they need it, they're still going to get it. Cause I think that, that, that brings, um, joy to them. And then I think that, that they come here and feel good, feel better than when they came in.
1: Mm.
0: How about you, Dan? I think, uh, similar to what you were saying, give them the exercises that they do enjoy to do. Uh, most of the time you will be giving them the things that, they hate doing because that's what they need to be doing. Mm. Uh, so letting them get done the exercises they like to do, whatever it is. But also giving them a laugh, let them, letting them know it's it's not all serious. You know, we can be serious when we're doing the repetitions and going through the movement and me going over everything. But right after you're finished the set, I'll throw a joke at you, or we'll joke around, we'll laugh, we'll maybe take a little longer rest period because we're, we're talking about it. So just being human mm. with my clients, I think brings that fun aspect because they're coming here, they're working out, but they're also like making a friend out of it as well. Yeah. So that's
2: fun.
1: Yeah. I mean, cool. and, but that's also being people smart, right? <laughs> yeah. One of, one of our core values is just being people smart. And, and, um, to us, that means being interested, in the the human that you're serving enough so that, you know, you're making decisions uh, based on care for them and compassion and loving them and not just like your selfish, selfish ambition as their leader. Right. But it's like, no, I'm taking all the feedback I can to make the best decision for you on this day and every day Mm. going forward.
2: Yeah. How would you, how do you like to bring fun to your sessions, Mike? What are Um, some ways
1: not for uh, i'm not going to talk about me personally i want to talk about like for the client yeah yeah for the clients coaching coaching is deaf music is a huge thing i know many people i personally don't like to work out with music but you know most people do so being smart about who it is that you're working with or maybe the the dynamic of the group that you're working with enough so that you know you're you're making a music selection, whether they consciously or subconsciously know it, it's like goes with their vibe or what Mm. they're interested in. That's fun Mm. for them. Or, you know, if you have a group and the group is split, it's being smart enough to know, okay, the past two workouts, I had classic rock rolling and, you know, today we're going to switch it up and, um, you know, put on something else that's fun to, to another member of the group. Another way that I like to have fun is being cynical and sarcastic and jokes, the, the whole thing. Uh, and knowing each person, like how to push buttons on the right people, because you know that, <laughs> now that I'm talking about it, growing up my whole life, um, my brothers can attest to this, I was really good at pushing their buttons and they're <laughs> both very different. And I knew how to do it, like in the right way. Yes. And so I'm good at reading people and knowing like what pushes them in which direction. So, you know, some people don't like sarcastic humor. Other people do, and it's, it's knowing when to use that with the right individual, versus others. You know, that it would maybe trigger them the wrong way. Um, but for most people, sarcasm works great. You know, it's <laughs> like, you know, just using that as as an encouragement tool as well. Yeah. I think is fun. Uh, one other thing that comes to mind is just knowing knowing which people, you know we, we have um, something we, an illustration we use with four quadrants. and one of them is, is uh, being a driver. And when a client is a driver, they're very like like go straight ahead. You know, I got this, I'm doing it. I'm like uh, they don't like to think. They just like to go as fast as possible. And most drivers like competition, right So it's understanding, when to use competition as a tool to inspire motivate or push someone's button right so competition and it doesn't even need to be with the person next to them but uh Lex and I were were coaching a group yesterday and um I, I was you know showing Lex one way I, I was using this with uh, one of our clients I was like next round when she goes over to the ski you know take a look at the monitor for a few seconds take notice of what she's averaging and you know, if you feel like it's exceeding the threshold we want her at, give her an output that's going to challenge her and and make her competitive with the screen that she's looking at on the next round. Um, And I believe you did that, but that's, Mm -hmm. I use that all the time. You know, it's like, I know that I know one person I train all the time. They always ride the bike at 54 RPMs. If we're riding 20 calorie, like four round AMRAP or whatever workouts. And I know to go up to him and be like, Hey, we're holding 55 today. And they're like, damn it. I, <laughs> I was hoping you weren't coming over here, you know, like, <laughs> but that's fun for people and they appreciate that, you yeah. know? So long answer, but those
0: are all really good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, how about anything else with the post Lex? I know it was something that you were like, really wanted to talk about on here. Dan, he actually scared me, um, with, with, his demeanor, in terms of being so disciplined, right? Because like, <laughs> I'm like, uh, <laughs> I don't run ultra marathons. Uh, some days my intent and my purpose is to just make sure I move because I I know I want to move five days a week. Um, I feel like that that's most people, right? Yeah, but that's it's just
0: that's all it is, you know. Just that could be a purpose, you know. Today I want to move, go for a walk, use that very underestimated use of exercise by just going outside and go for a walk, get some sunlight. Yeah. That's enough purpose. I just look at it. Like if I'm going to be doing this to the extent that I do it and if I'm feeling like I'm getting bored out of it, I'm not looking at it the right way hmm. and my competition's out there training and I'm sure they're looking at it like every session has this purpose. So I got to flip that switch and do that in, in order to excel. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's the level of where you're at definitely. And, and what the purpose is going to be, but it could be a simple purpose. Like I just want to move today or it's like, I got to get this specific time on this run because this is where I should be at this point before my next race.
2: Yeah. It's all over the board depending on the person, their goals. And yeah, I think like when I start, when I found out I was pregnant, I was like, wow, my training is going to change so much because I'm primarily training for strength before I got pregnant where I'm like lifting super heavy weights, like five rep maxes and stuff like that. And then, you know, you get pregnant and I'm like, oh, well, those goals are a little different now. But like the intention that I've been training with lately is just like, I'm preparing for labor. And man, like that gets me up and out and working and moving um, because, again, it's not, a, it's not about me, which I think is helpful, too, to know that it's bigger than yourself. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, oh, I'm doing it to look good or I'm doing it, which is a goal, too. But I think just bringing that extra thought process of like, what is the intention? What is the purpose? It really does like you go into the workouts differently than if you don't have a purpose or intention. The mindset switch is, is real yeah yeah
0: and that that makes me think that if there's going to be intention then there has to be Mm self-awareness so you have to be able to think to yourself like what am i doing this for why am i doing this and like you said it could be bigger than you and once you realize that then you're like oh that gives me a why i want to get xyz done in this training session there it is Mm -hmm. there's my why there's my purpose uh, I checked myself, so I was self-aware of why this has to happen at this part of my life. Boom. Yeah, get it done. But it's all about getting it done. It's all about one day at a time. And look, I'm human, so I I I fall back sometimes. And that's why I was talking about it right after my run, because like everybody probably sees me on Instagram, and they think, oh, Dan's doing all these trainings, doing all this mileage. But like, you know, I was in a low for a little point and I was falling out of my training because after my race, I had a little gap before I get into my next training block. So I was falling back. It's real easy to fall into that cycle. I totally understand why people go into these cycles and, and it's just a downward downward spiral,
1: a rhythm of life.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But you have to check yourself and that's what I had to do. It was just being self-aware. All right. Why are you feeling like this? Oh, there's why. Okay. So next run your intention is just to get that done and then we're moving towards that that new block and then the next then you can get more serious as time goes Mm -hmm. that's what i was kind of telling myself and now i'm here and now i'm feeling a lot better and every workout has more of a meaning toward it and now i'm getting closer to my next uh big thing so it's cool it's Uh, cool if you just check yourself every once in a while (laughs) yeah
1: you have to stop and be still and and like self audit, even if it's for 10 minutes, like, what am I doing?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Cause sometimes you don't like the answer Yes, and
0: you have to make a change. Yeah. Yes. That is the big thing. You don't like the answer. Hmm. I think that's most people, you know, why, why do you have to go to the gym and start working out? Oh, Cause I have to start losing weight because my, you know, my doctor's telling me I have, I'm on, I'm pre-diabetic, I'm close to being pre-diabetic, so I got to get there, I gotta, but when you think about it, you're like, oh man, that's like a lot of work, I'm already this far, like how am I going to change that?
2: Hmm.
0: And it's, just start. Hmm. You change that by doing one thing today. Yeah, yeah. It. it sucks to think of that long road, like, oh yeah, God, that's going to take a lot of work, hmm. and I got this going on in my life, and this, and it's just pause intent for today and it doesn't have to be this big thing doesn't have to be this big list Mm -hmm. like you said before movement Mm -hmm. all right i just got to move today Mm -hmm. and then you move on and then when you get more serious then you can increase the purpose then the purpose can be more specific but always starting and and not being so hard on yourself yeah and i'm constantly battling that i'm constantly hard on myself i got to always this podcast is a reminder to myself right now, as I speak, Hey, like now that I'm moving forward now, I'm getting a little hot, right? like, I'm like, Oh, I can, I gotta go real hard in this next workout, but I got to step back a little bit and be like, it's not there yet. Mm-hmm. Just keep up with like a 10% rule, go up by 10% each week mm-hmm. and then you'll slowly transition into this habitual rhythm, where you're, you're, you're moving up, but you're not killing yourself and you're not going to be use like the word you said, you're not going to be resentful toward it. You're not going to stop. You're not going to fall back into your old ways.
2: Mm.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks, Dan. Thanks, Dan. Awesome. Thanks Lex yeah. for inspiring this one. It's
2: all yeah. him. <laughs> he answered his own words, inspired this. So thank you, Dan.
1: <laughs> awesome. If this podcast inspired you, please share it with your friends and as always drop us five stars and uh, some great feedback to keep this thing going. Have a great day.